Hi, I'm Graham McLennan, and today I'm delighted to bring you an interview I did in person with a friend I had only known online before a recent trip. The interview took place in a beautiful backyard in beautiful Boulder City, Nevada. Let's get started. Talking to chefs, and sometimes lawyers, but always to people who love food. It's Chef Demoni. Here's your host, Graham McLennan. Welcome to your Friday, and welcome back to the Chef Timoni podcast. Or, if you're new to the show, thanks very much for finding Chef Timoni, and thank you for being here. This podcast is all about food. It's about restaurants, chefs, dining experiences, and the people I talk to, most of the time at least, are chefs and their lawyers, and that's simply because I've done both jobs over the years. So, many of the people I know just happen to be either chefs or lawyers. These days, I personally am solidly back in the office, having taken some time in recent years to work professionally as a traveling cook, but now I'm working full-time as a lawyer again, and Chef Timoni is my way of staying connected to the world of chefs and restaurants and kitchens and food. In any event, I'm really glad you're here, and I hope you're going to enjoy this show. As I've said before, Chef Timoni is not a Las Vegas podcast, but sometimes you might not know that. For present purposes, let's just say that I love Las Vegas. But even with that said, today's show is not going to be one centered in Vegas. It's just a little bit south and a little bit east. Boulder City sits next to Lake Mead, and if you've been to the Hoover Dam, you've very likely been to Boulder City. Before we get there, though, and to a really fun interview, I've got a few updates to share. So, last week, as usual, I made my request for ratings and reviews for the show. It's easy to do. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts and on many of the other podcast apps. Doing that, rating and leaving written reviews, really helps other people to find the show. And yes, I'm definitely making this request for a favor again right now. But more than that, I'm really grateful for a couple of new written reviews. Tabitha in Colorado wrote in to Apple Podcasts to say this, Graham brings great food and talented foodies slash lawyers to the forefront, a combination I had never really considered before. Graham answers questions right away and shares his knowledge openly. Thanks so much. Well, Tabitha, it really is my pleasure, and my thanks to you for taking the time to write that review. It means a lot. And we had a Canadian review, too. Gene Machine said this of the show, an excellent excuse to escape into the world of food, drink, and the diverse people behind the culinary and legal world. This is a great and unique podcast curated by an individual with a clear passion for these topics. Highly recommend. So, Gene, thanks to you, too. I'm really glad this combination of chefs and lawyers, and admittedly that's something of an offbeat combination, is appealing to people. Okay, I've got some more housekeeping. Earlier this week, I connected with my friend Aaron Vickers, who is a whole bunch of awesome things. Erin is a very talented chef. She is a mentor in the culinary world and cares a great deal about education and sharing her knowledge with up-and-coming cooks and chefs. Erin is also a colleague of mine because we've both been lucky enough to cook aboard the schooner Passing Cloud. In fact, Erin and I first met one very blustery day in Bella Bella on the central coast of British Columbia aboard the schooner. I was wrapping up one trip and she was about to start another. And now Erin basically runs the culinary show for Passing Cloud and does an incredible job. Plus, on top of everything else she does, Erin works with the Vancouver-based industry group Chef's Table Society. And that's a group that cares a whole lot about the future and the present, really, of the culinary industry. All to say, Erin had a really interesting idea to share with me, and she and I are in the process of seeing if we just might be able to turn that into a podcast episode. So 
I won't say more about it for now, but fingers crossed we'll be able to bring you an episode that's a little something different early in the new year. Some other episodes in the works, fermentation. I've already had a really good talk with the impressive chef and fermenter, Paul Haldane of Coastal Cultures here in Gibson's on the Sunshine Coast of BC. And I'm working on another fermenty interview to pair with that talk to bring you a full episode on fermentation. On the regulation side, I had a really good talk with Diana and Rory of Scavenger Coffee in Vancouver. They kindly shared their thoughts on coffee and on community and on some regulatory challenges that operators of small businesses in the culinary space can face. So I've got thoughts on one more regulatory-based interview that I would love to pair with that talk. So keep ears open for Chef-Demony on regulation in the coming weeks. I also met earlier this week with lawyer and food enthusiast Jeannie Smith. Now, Jeannie and I share a law firm alma mater in that we both worked at White Lot Twining in Vancouver. Jeannie has a really amazing food background. She grew up in the Comox Valley on Vancouver Island in what sounds to me like an idyllic childhood. There was gardening, fishing, hunting, canning, smoking, eating, sharing. We had a really fun talk that included two of Jeannie's picks for places to eat, which are now on my must-visit list. So that interview and those picks will be coming up soon on the podcast as well. I've also got some shows in the works on the writing side of the culinary world. On that same trip to Las Vegas, where I met with today's guest, I also met up with Sonia Swanson of the Spicy Eyes podcast, and Sonia is a food writer as well. So that talk is coming up soon. I've got plans to meet in the coming weeks with a cookbook author and with the author behind a kitchen magazine. So really looking forward to bringing those to you as well. Oh, and on the less encouraging but still, you know, okay in the grand scheme of things side of the equation, I heard back from a potential guest that I had really been hoping to interview for the show. That is Emily Bazelon of the Slate Political Gab Fest. And that show is one of two podcasts that inspired me to start Chef-Demony. Alas, Emily declined the invitation very politely and because time is too tight, so that will be one goal unachieved. But, you know, what are those sayings about nothing ventured, nothing gained, and something about the moon and landing in the stars? Although that one never made much sense to me. Aren't the stars far, far away from the moon? Anyway... I'm really happy to have heard back from Emily. I'm grateful she took the time to get back to me so quickly and politely. So, all good there. All right, on with the main event for today. My wife, Bee, and I were in Las Vegas just a few weeks ago. And while we were there, we had a really good time connecting with a whole bunch of wonderful people in the restaurant and the food world. And one of those people is the really incomparable Bart Cops, the camper chef himself. You first heard from Bart on episode 19 of the show, and he's got a story unlike any other I've heard. Originally from Belgium, Bart now lives and cooks and travels in the U.S. He takes the back roads, and more importantly even than that, he takes the time to speak to people along the way as he's traveling. Bart meets the locals, he talks to them, he invites them to share a meal. So when we were in Vegas, Bart invited us out to his new home in Boulder City about a half hour away. So out we went. We met Bart and his kids, and Bart and I had a great talk on the back deck of his house, looking out at the beautiful surrounding countryside and out at Lake Mead. Now, as always, Bart's got a whole lot of ideas and a whole lot of projects on the go, including collaborating with an ex-NFL player on a glamping campground in Wisconsin. It's a great story. He's got another glamping ground in the works near Boulder City. 
He's got a soup concept you're going to hear about. Bart has got some events in Beverly Hills and Las Vegas, some TV projects in the work. There's always a whole lot going on. So let's just get to the talk. Here we go now to Boulder City and my talk with Bart Cops, the camper chef. What a beautiful Monday in Boulder City. I can't tell you how excited I am to be sitting on the back patio with the camper chef himself at his new home. Bart, thank you so much for having me and be here to join you. Thanks for being here. What, what an adventure. You guys showed up while I was like unloading a U-Haul truck. Like, I'm a jack of all trades, I guess. <laughs> you, you sure are. And I love the uh, the uh, workforce you got there. There are a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the good thing. I got three kids myself and they all got friends. And I'm like, you know what? You guys like some good food. They like Belgian waffles and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you know what? Help out. Yes. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> and then we'll take them to a playground and all that kind of good stuff. And yeah, like we sat last time, like maybe we can do junk food tonight. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight. Not tonight. Well, listen, let's let's talk about what's new with Camper Chef because it's been a couple months since you were on the show. And I know because I follow you on Instagram <laughs> that you've always got a million projects on the go. And there's a couple of really exciting ones coming up. So pick, pick the... T- I, I want to talk about White Hills. I want to talk about glamping, but pick the one that you want to start with, Bart. Cool. I'm friends with Joe Hawley. Joe Hawley is an ex-NFL player um, he lives in a van and he's a really cool guy. He retired a couple of years ago from professional football. He used to play for the Buccaneers here in the United States. And him and I are always thinking about like, what will next year bring? Like, what are we going to do just as friends? Like, maybe we can do some business here and there because we're not really business people, but still, like, why not come up with good ideas? And then Joe came up with an amazing idea. He's like, you know what? I'm going to buy a piece of land in Wisconsin, and um, why don't we build a camper chef campground out there? I'm like, wow, how cool is that? So, yeah, we started talking and talking, and before we even knew, he purchased the land. 15 acres. 15 acres 15 in Wisconsin. in Wisconsin. So, and that little tiny idea grew into a retreat that he's going to build, because Joe is an ex-NFL player, he's in his late 30s, he retired, he's way too young to retire actually, and he's like, what, do I, what am I going to do in my life? It's a cool story, and he came up with an amazing idea to build a retreat for ex-sports people that retire early, at a young age. Sure, A lot of sure, them retire right. when they're 30, 35. Most of them retire with some money in the bank account, but they don't know what to do with their life. And that's how we came up with the idea of, like, build a retreat for them where they can get back on track in real life. Because a lot of them were focused on sports. And of course, and you do that one thing really well. Yeah. You make a lot of money. But yeah. that, and then you, yeah. you're right, you retire at 35, which yeah. is when most people are starting their careers. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of them get into midlife crisis as well. And Joe is a good guy, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to come up with a retreat where I can invite people, where they can spend a week. There's treatment in any way possible. Could be physical treatment, could be training, could be all kinds of stuff. Part of it is a healthy lifestyle, is food, where I will come in. So we still have to figure that out. How are we going to implement that? With like healthy soups, maybe we can do cooking sessions where we can teach them how to cook meals. Sure. Why not? Because I can imagine that an ex-race car driver doesn't really know how to Good. How, to, how to put something together in the how kitchen. To yeah. Put something yeah. together. So that's what we've been working on. And then in the meantime, 
um, and it really connects to that. It's like I, I'm, I was on the look for like a little piece of property, and I found like an acre of land here around the corner, 30 minutes away from me on the other side of the Hoover Dam. And I'm gonna do the same thing. I got that crazy idea to build a container home. <laughs> I love <laughs> like it. A home away from home. Home away from home. Stack but up a couple containers. Exactly. Exactly. And then put my amazing Santara barbecue grill that I showed you in my garage. Like it's a. It's a. It's a, it's a it? tank. It's a tank. <laughs> yeah. Tank. Yeah. Twelve hundred pound grill. I can cook for like up to twenty people with that thing. I need a crane to move it. And I'm like, you know what? Like. I need a place to put it, and that's how I ended up buying a piece of land here. That <laughs> is <so> belt. <laughs> and I'm gonna put like yeah, a couple of glamping tents on there. So I've been talking to my sponsor, Denver Tent, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do it. We'll uh, get you set up with a bunch of glamping tents." And there you go, and Wis- people- Wisconsin 2.0 here in Arizona. Here in Arizona, and and for everybody, I'll put a picture up of this because I'm gonna ask B to snap a picture out to the view that we've got here, which is incredible. And we're looking out toward the Hoover Dam and Lake Mead. And Lake Mead, yeah. it's gorgeous yeah. with the surrounding mountains and cacti. So different from where we live on yeah. the West Coast. So different, but so beautiful. And so how far White Hills is? It's literally just minutes, around the corner. Yeah, minutes. Like, yeah. literally, i got to jump in my car, and it's 30 minutes to the property. It's in the middle of nowhere. And I do believe that people want to get that experience of glamping. Glamping is a big thing. We talked about it in the previous interview. And I'm like, you know what? I, I do have the space to be creative, to build not like a retreat like Joe wants to do, but still a place where people can hang out in a camper chef environment. Right. And I will right. offer breakfast and we'll do campfires and food on a campfire and all that kind of good stuff. All that good stuff. It's amazing. And uh, they're gonna they're gonna learn a trick or two from you, I'm sure, about, exactly. about how to cook in exactly. a in a camp environment. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all about grilling and glamping and having fun. And some of my sponsors are going to be invited um, to join the whole idea to be a part of it i mean it's it's cool to have like partners that are not only sponsoring me but also partnering up in an ideal right like in a new project i love exactly. it i love exactly. it okay yeah. so well we're definitely coming back to boulder city then so we Absolutely. can ch- check in yeah. on the progress yeah. spring 2012 <laughs> okay open a grand open. 20 sorry spring 2020 2020 2020 yeah. okay there we go so spring 2020 <laughs> sounds great now, other projects. I know there's something going on with maybe some TV appearance. There's something going on yes. in Beverly Hills. Yeah. What, what else you got yeah, going? Yeah, yeah. So I got a couple emails from, um, yeah, MasterChef. MasterChef number one. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, big thing. Like, hey, Bart, do you want to join um, the auditions? Yeah, why not? Like, I got nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, I remember um, from our first interview, that was the, that's the, the two words that stuck in my mind the most. Why not? You just why keep, not? You keep doing yep, things. Exactly. Yep. I'm always about the why not. And then I got another one from Chopped, the TV show. Interesting. Same thing. Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Sign yeah. me up. I'll yeah. do it. Let me know where to go. Yeah. Go you're going to fit it into the schedule somehow. Yeah. 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 And then another exciting thing, I'm nominated again to cook for the Beverly Hills Food and Wine Festival with the top 50 chefs in America and then the Las Vegas Food and Wine Festival in 2020. 20, right. Again. Um, Cool. I had an amazing experience in Beverly Hills, and hopefully I can invite you guys there next year. It's really interesting. Yeah, I would love to see it. What, what does yeah. the event look like? Do people buy tickets and people show up? People buy tickets. It's yeah. a charity event organized by Barcelona Enterprises, a really cool company. The CEO is Alan Samsar. We became friends, and um, amazing event. A thousand people show up. They want to try out 
the amazing food that top chefs can cook. Right, and of course. Here I am, and cooking soaps. Here you are. Soaps and baking bread, and everybody was happy with it. Well, that's fantastic. What, so, ab- what about the what about the stump? Does it show up? Stump then? is uh, <laughs> stump is still out there. Okay. Um, yeah. Stump is still out there, but my main focus is on soups right now, and it's a funny little story that I would love to share with you because I came up with another idea, and we're actually going to. I can share it with you guys. I can yeah. give you like. Behind the scenes. The, the exclusive. Uh, <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news kind of thing. I'm going to open up three superstars restaurants. What? Yeah. Really? Exactly. Okay. It's oh, all it's about a- soups and bread. And we're going to call it superstars. Love High it. end soups. Yeah. High end soups. Yeah. When, where are you going to start? It's going to be uh, the first here in Nevada? one in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, we're looking at downtown Las Vegas. The second one at Tivoli Village, which is on the yeah. west side of Las Vegas. Yeah, in Summerlin. Yep, yeah. exactly. And then the third one here in Boulder City. Yeah. Okay. The home of the Hoover Dam because um, people love soups all over the place. I'm talking to a couple of people in Los Angeles and San Diego. Okay. And I, I, and I can keep on going. Like, what about <laughs> Chicago? What about Texas? Sure. Yeah, there's, there's interest from all over the place. And, and there's a lot of environments with a lot colder exactly, weather than here. They're exactly. going to love soup. Yeah. And Joe Hawley will also be a partner in that adventure because it's a little too much to do it by myself, not only financially, but also practically. It's a lot, especially what's going on with Camper Chef and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, why not? But it's something that I can't do by myself. And I like to team up with people. Yeah, and absolutely. And yeah. If it makes a buck or two, then I'm more than willing to share it with with whoever no comes in with partners. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it absolutely. makes sense. We've, we've been having this discussion this weekend with a few people from writer, one writer and one chef, where it's interesting when you take on these bigger projects, they can be great, but they take you away from what you know well and what you love doing, right? So exactly. I was talking to a writer and she writes really well, but she now has to do all of the pitching to the publications. She has to do her accounting, you know, yeah. look after the website. And, and in the chef world, it's often the same. People know how to cook, yeah. but that doesn't mean you know how to negotiate a lease or, you or know. A deal. Or, or a, a deal. deal. Like, yeah. Hey, I need to buy like 2,000 pounds of tomatoes and something like that. Right now, we go to farmer's markets and local places, like I mentioned. This is a new adventure. Sure, and different scale. Yeah, because as an example, I found that little place in in Tivoli and another one, like a 1,500-square-foot spot here in Boulder City. And um, Michael is another business partner of mine, Michael Gelate. He's a really cool guy. Knows a lot about running restaurants and stuff. I'm like, hey, cool, cool, cool. Come on, let's take it. Let's sign it. Let's sign it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on. Let's just do it. We'll uh, paint it. I know a couple of people. And let's open the door in two weeks. And he's like, no. He's like, it's uh, the 15th of October. Realistically, maybe after New Year. I'm like, dude, no, no. I want to open it. Like, people need my soups. And that's where Michael comes in. Like, let me organize it. You cook. And right, I'll leave make the- sure that we open the door right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay, I'll do that. so that's interesting but it brings me back to Beverly Hills where um, Mm -hmm. we served soups and it was a success story and believe it or not um, last Tuesday I got a phone call with 310 number and uh, I pick up I'm like hey it's Bart and it's like hey um, yeah is this the camper chef I'm like yeah I'm the camper chef absolutely and um, it's a lady and um, Christina Christina Fulton actress out of Beverly Hills, California. She used to be together with Nicolas Cage, the famous actor. And they got a son together. They're still best friends. And long story short, she's like, yeah, I heard about your soups. Um, 
you were killing it in Beverly Hills. Like everybody talks about it in Beverly Hills. Would you like to come cook for us on December the second in Beverly Hills? Because we're organizing a charity event. Um, Steven Spielberg will be there. Demi Moore will be there. The Beverly Hills Housewives. And on and on and on and on and Nicolas Cage and I'm like, uh, who is this lady <laughs> on the phone? And I'm like, I'm in, I'm down, I'm in, we'll yeah. do it. <laughs> I think I can fit that into my calendar. Yeah, I can do yeah. that. So yeah, it's a big thing. 200 high-profile Hollywood peeps out there and they want to try my soup. And I obviously say yes. Yeah, I'll fantastic. And is that going to be like a big uh, house party somewhere? Is um, it, it's actually at a hair salon in Beverly Hills. Of course it is, yeah. Was, uh, it's, it's like a famous one. And oh, okay. the owner is Christoph Scatamon, and he's from Belgium originally. So when he talked about my soup, and what I do believe, and I still have to figure out the story, is because Nicolas Cage and Christina Fulton are clients at Christophe's hair salon, and I think one thing led into another, and then I think Christophe pitched my number to these two, and yeah, I'll be on the road on December the 1st to go cook soups. <laughs> there Beverly it Hills. is. That You'll is, definitely yeah. see it on Instagram. Okay, yeah, we'll be, we'll be following along. That's now, a really good one. Anything new or coming up on the mobile kitchen front? Like when you're driving to Beverly Hills, are you, are you taking a trailer? What are, you, what are you taking on the road and what are you cooking um, in these days on the road? I just bought, literally this morning, I bought a little 1964 little tiny camping trailer, like a little tiny project, and I'm going to restore it real quick. Um, I got all the tools, I got everything that I need to put it together. And I want to tow it behind one of my vehicles. And in the meantime, I'm still going to take my Denver tent. That's my go-to kind of thing. I love it. And I'm looking at an Airstream. Like, I need another Airstream in my life. So one of these days, <laughs> I'm going to pick one up from an old lady somewhere down the road. <laughs> Tell her that I'm a poor single dad, right? <laughs> I need a home away from home. <laughs> and start kidding it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what what are you carrying with you when you're when you're glamping Bart, when you're uh, in a car, in a trailer? What are you what are your go-to uh, cooking tools on the road? My go-to cooking tools, number one, my cob grill. Yep. Um I love it. It's like my little tiny dome. Um, it's perfect. I can cook, I can grill, I can boil pasta water, I can do whatever I want with that little grill. It's easy to maintain. You should really check it out. Like I'll, I can show it to you, and um, it's a fun little thing. Warms up in 15 minutes. I don't need electricity, and I can cook steaks and fish and everything that I can find down the road. So my number two, my number two thing is like I got a little propane two-pit stove that I use every now and then. But I always go back to the cob grill. Like it's. It's not that I'm super promoting it, but I like it. It's a good sure. grill. It's it's less of a hassle than taking a gas propane grill with me all the time and then bottles and all that kind of stuff. Like just a couple of cobblestones and I'm good to go. Fifteen minutes later I'm in business. And um yeah, plates. Yeah. I'm looking at um recyclable plates right now. I think that's uh, the next thing for two thousand twenty. Because a lot of people and I notice it when they go camp still a lot of people that buy plates at a store like the typical paper plates but they're not really recyclable so it's something that i want to look into in 2020 like maybe i can come up with an idea with somebody to create our own recyclable line of gear plates forks knives sure yeah and design for life on the road yeah yeah, life on the road yeah recyclable and replaceable at a super duper price point i think it's important like a little kit like something that you can take with you because a lot of people carry a lot of stuff and they don't always use it and then obviously like one or two skillets in a pot and then um, 
room business. And you're set. Exactly. I love it. And I can I can bring it in my tent. I can cook outside. It's fun. Fantastic. And are you still taking? I I I'm sure I know the answer to this. Are you still taking the uh, the odd exits? Are you still taking the slow oh, road when you travel? Absolutely, okay. absolutely, absolutely. Even when I went to White Hills, Arizona, a couple of weeks when I was in the process of buying that piece of land that I found, like I'm talking to the locals, and that's how I found that piece of land. Like literally, like I walk up to somebody and I'm like, "Hey, I'm lost here." I mean, he's like, "What are you looking for?" I'm like, "Land." He's like, "Oh my god, I got a piece of land." And we, we became friends. And it seems that he lives in a beautiful old camping trailer in the middle of nowhere. He has a couple of chickens there. And like me telling him, like, I'm lost. And he asking me, like, what are you looking for? I bought a piece of land. And we became friends. And yeah, yeah. And, it, and now I got eggs as well. And <coughs> he's, he's a cool guy. He's an old guy. And um, he's cool. He's, yeah, planting and harvesting basil there. Basil in the middle of nowhere. So now I know where to get my basil. Now you know where to yeah. get your basil. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. It would never happen it? if I wouldn't end up in the middle of nowhere. Right, right. And take the time to talk to people. Yep. Isn't it interesting? I think whatever your passion is, for you it's food, uh, for me it's food, among other things. But whatever it is, whether it's whether it's food, whether it's art, whether it's writing, at the end of the day it's about, this is my theory, it's about people, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's an excuse to connect in some way. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. I love to connect with people and it gets you and it brings you to beautiful places situations um yeah it makes me think about life makes me think about cooking makes me make yeah, that makes me really creative in what i do i look at things i look at people as well like a couple days ago i was staying at a hotel and there's like a homeless lady outside and she's like strolling around like nobody really knew what to do with it and then security walks up to her and then I told the security guy, like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm going to tell her to get off of the property. I'm like, let me tell her that. Like, I mean, it's an older lady. And so I approached her. I'm like, hey, what are you up to? And she told me that she just lost her husband a year ago and ended up losing everything in her life. And she's trying to get back on track. And yeah, she used to own a big farm in Arizona. And she's on her way to Southern Nevada here. And she's like, I'm going to find a way and I'm going to find a place to go home again. And it's going to work because I still have some money. I look homeless and I am homeless, but I still get my savings account. And I'm going to open up, yeah, some sort of a little farm and I can buy some chickens. And I had a 10, 15 minute conversation with her and I took a couple of photos and an amazing story. Yeah. And if yeah. I didn't interrupt the security agent, she would be on her way to jail or who knows where she would end up and at least i know who she is and she has a phone she's homeless but she has a phone and i'm gonna visit her i told her like yeah i'll swing by maybe we can do something together i love it why not maybe she's yeah. the one that comes up with the next big idea she's 72 years old she's still got 30 good years yeah her. absolutely like who knows yeah she might yeah. become wealthier than jeff bezos from what <laughs> from, from amazon from whatever that company is that right? he owns yeah exactly and that's the connection okay. like uh she will end up being okay and i'm pretty sure that i'm gonna meet her down the road again i love it and it all comes from taking the time well listen bart i I don't want to take more time of your time for this interview but 
I do want to say, uh, speaking of doing things together, how's your schedule in October 2020? Because I've been talking with another podcaster, and he and I are both going to circle back to Vegas, and we don't have an exact plan yet, but we're going to need a chef or two. Count me in. Okay. <laughs> Count me in. I'm going to focus on, uh, on my own cooking show on YouTube. So we've been yeah. uh, communicating with YouTube and the people behind it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully I will be really busy with cooking uh, for my own YouTube channel because it's a big thing. And um, But yeah, count me in. October, I'll block it into my calendar. Absolutely. It's an honor to, to be there. Love it. Who will they, be the next chef there? Uh, just under consideration. Is so, it like yeah, a, is it like a little uh, competition kind of yeah, thing? They, no, no, it's really, um, we can't get too far into the details, but you know what it is? It's about connecting people who listen to podcasts and who are interested in food more directly to the chefs. That's Perfecto. what I want to do. I want people to have the ability to sit, like we're sitting face to face, and to talk to the chef about how they put whatever the dish is that you you decide to create, how they put it together. Love it. Let's do yeah. it. Okay. Do it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Bart. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bart, for your hospitality, for a great talk, and for making B and me feel right at home. It really was great to meet you in person, and that invitation to visit British Columbia definitely stands. I can't wait to see what projects you're on to next. Okay, thank you all for joining me here today. Remember, you can avoid the hassle of ever having to download Cheftimony again by subscribing to the show, whether that's on Apple Podcasts or one of the other podcast apps. And as I mentioned at the beginning, please do take a few minutes to rate and review the show. I'd really appreciate it. As always, I love to hear from you. Hearing from listeners is really one of the best parts of doing this podcast. So if you've got a comment or a question for Cheftimony, Maybe you've got a topic idea, there's a chef you might like to hear from, or you know a lawyer, or you are a lawyer with a great connection to the food scene, please just get in touch with me. You can message me on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or just send me an email to graham at cheftimony.com. Thanks, as always, for joining me here today. I'm Graham McLennan, and I'll see you in a week, right here on Cheftimony.com.